ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome everyone to Talking Smack with your host, Tomoski. How's everybody doing? What an incredible smackdown we had here tonight. We're going to talk all about it. And at this time, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back the one and only Mr. Hill Billy Bob Joe. Well, it's about damn time you gave me a freaking proper introduction, you yellow bastard, you. Well, Mr. Bob Joe, what did you think of SmackDown there tonight? Well, I'll tell you right now, yellow bastard, that this uh, was uh, interesting here tonight, to say the least. Rusev and Nakamura took care of business here tonight. And we're going to talk about Mandy Rhodes and her baby bottom butt by God. I can't wait to talk about Mandy by God. All right. Well, we're going to start you off, ladies and gentlemen. But what happened here when we got uh, Raw started here tonight, uh, we seen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Becky Lynch, the man, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and Charlotte Flair uh, basically get this uh, show started here tonight. Uh, And then, ladies and gentlemen, what happens is uh, we see Charlotte Flair and Becky have some words. And Charlotte Flair uh, makes fun of uh, Becky and her injured leg. And then uh, we see Becky Lynch coming from the crowd. And as, as we all know, Becky Lynch has been suspended by Stephanie McMahon the last night. So she has no business, no authority to be out here. And then uh, Triple H music hits and Triple H comes out. Triple H gets in the ring and has words uh, with Becky Lynch and told uh, Becky Lynch to go home. And uh, then Becky Lynch ends up slapping Triple H in the face. Uh, also, uh, Becky Lynch uh, took a shot at uh, Stephanie McMahon, asking uh, if uh, Triple H if asking Triple H if Stephanie McMahon was medically cleared. And then uh, the next thing that happened, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, we ended up having our opening uh, contest here tonight. Uh, we seen Rusev and Sinsuke Nakamura in action against Carl Anderson and Luke Gattles in seven minutes and four seconds. We seen Rusev and Sinsuke Nakamura defeat uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gattles in seven minutes and four seconds. Uh, first of all, Mr. Marjo, I want to ask you about that segment there we saw with Becky Lynch and uh, Charlotte Flair and Triple H there. What do you think's going on there? Well, it definitely appears that uh, Becky Lynch is in hot water right now because she just slapped the boss in the damn face right there. Triple H, you don't go out there and you don't slap the boss in the, in the damn face. So I can wish I'm sure you that Becky Lynch is in for a rude awakening come WrestleMania. Or let's just go ahead and say that Becky Lynch could be on the highway to hell starting by next week. Um, she definitely got suspended by a guy by Stephen McMahon because she would not go see a damn doctor. So if Becky Lynch, if you knew what was good for you, by God, go see a damn doctor, by God. I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to get medically cleared to be in a damn match with freaking Ronda Rousey. Which uh, we we have heard, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, Becky Lynch's injuries, she's not really injured. It's just a work, a storyline uh, that they're using here for... Uh, this angle that they're trying to build up with Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch here for WrestleMania. But we'll keep a watch on that. Uh, my thoughts uh, on, uh, I want to ask you your thoughts on this match here between uh, Rusev and Sinsuke Nakamura. Their uh, match against Carnes and Luke Gallows. What do you think of that match? Well, I thought it was a fantastic match. I'm very proud of Rusev and Sinsuke Nakamura. Here tonight, they actually stepped up to the plate. They went out there and they did exactly what I knew that they were going to do. And that's beat Carr and Luke Gallows. 
And uh, I have to add here that I think Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura should be paired up more often because I think that they are make a great tag team, and I think the fans would love to see them together. All right, well, congratulations to Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. I, I thought this match was okay, okay, decent match. Could have been better. It would have been nice to see Carnes and Luke Gallows win, though. Also, uh, here tonight, we've seen uh, Randy Orton in action against Mustafa Lee. Randy Orton uh, defeated Mustafa Lee in 10 minutes and 19 seconds. Uh, Mr. Mom Joe, your thoughts on this contest? I absolutely knew that the Viper Randy Orton was going to be cold, ready to strike, and that's exactly what he did. He delivered a massive RKO, just like I said. I knew he was going to, and that's exactly what he did. Randy Orton keeps finding new ways to do the RKO. And uh, whatever way Randy Orton wants to do it, by God, this time he does it off the top of the turnbuckle, by God, actually pulling the leg underneath Persopoli and delivering the RKO. Picture perfect. Boom, shakalaka, by God. I can tell you right now that Persopoli is definitely going to have a massive migraine in the morning when he wakes up. All right. Uh, my thoughts on this match is I, I really thought it was a decent match here. Uh Really was hoping Mustafa Lee was going to win, but I knew that this probably was not going to go Mustafa Lee's way here tonight. Also, after the match, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've seen Samoa Joe come out and attack Randy Orton and Mustafa Lee. Uh, and, uh, Mustafa, and Samoa Joe actually uh, did the co-relief submission applied to Randy Orton. Uh, our next contest, ladies and gentlemen, we've seen was uh, Mandy Rhodes and Sonny Deville. Uh, they were in action against, they defeated uh, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, and Carmilla and Naomi in a triple threat match in six minutes and ten seconds. Your thoughts on this, Mr. Rob? Well, I already knew that Mandy Rhodes and Sonny Deville were going to win this damn match. I predicted it, and whenever I make a prediction, I majority, most of the times, get my predictions right. You know why? Because I know exactly what WWE is going to do before they even do it. And I know that Mandy Rhodes and Sonny Deville could very well become tag team champions, women tag team champions at the Elimination Chamber one week from Sunday. And I am, want to be there because I want to see that silky smooth baby bottom butt that Mandy Rhodes has, by God. That ass is silky smooth like baby bottom, by God. And you just want to go over there, by God. Slap some damn honey and butter all over them damn buns, by God, and pretend you're like a damn hungry bear. You know what I mean? Okay, Mr. Wapshill, that's enough of that. Well, by God, I'm just sorry, by God, and her ass is just so damn smooth, by God. It's the most beautiful ass I've ever seen in my damn life. All right, Mr. Wapshill, we know how, how you feel about Manny Rose's ass. You don't have to keep freaking talking about it. Well, I'm just being honest, by God. You're over there... Dripping at the mouth, Mr. Bob. Shut your mouth, man. Damn, you're nasty. Well, by God, I'm sorry, by God. I've been drooling at the mouth, by God, because Mandy Rose and her ass is just so damn smooth. It's so beautiful, by God. It's, it's like it's like poetry, by God. It's like it's like biggest artist picture that you've ever seen, by God. The best artist ever draw a picture of something, by God. Her ass is just so curved and so smooth, by God. It's just it's just so beautiful, by God. Okay, let's just move on here. Also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've seen Jeff Hardy uh, take on Daniel Bryan. Uh, Jeff Hardy defeated Daniel Bryan by disqualification in 11 minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, we've seen Eric Rowling get involved in this contest, pulling out uh, Jeff Hardy, where Jeff Hardy did delivered a picture-perfect swan tom off the top of the rope. It appeared Jeff Hardy was on his way to victory, 
Samoa Joe comes out here. Mustafa Lee comes out. Randy Orton comes out. All the men that are going to be inside the Eliminated Chamber one week for Sunday were in the ring going at it. And it was absolutely chaos. broke down here at the, after the match exploded here. And uh, it definitely looks like the Elimination Chamber is going to be one hell of a good time one week from Sunday. Mr. Bob Joe, your thoughts on this main event here tonight? Well, my thoughts on this match right here is I absolutely am not happy that Jeff Hardy won this damn match. But at the end of the day, this match doesn't really matter because Daniel Bryan is going to go to the Elimination Chamber. He's going to finish WWE Championship, and he's still going to be WWE Champion when it's all said and done. And I don't want no whining. I don't want no bitching. I don't want nobody complaining. Y'all need to be embracing the fact that Daniel Bryan is y'all's champion. Y'all need to be celebrating. Y'all need to be toasting. You need to be busting out some champagne. And y'all better be getting used to seeing that new championship that Daniel Bryan's got there because we're going to be seeing a lot of it. Daniel Bryan's going to be champion for the long haul. They didn't just give Daniel Bryan a new championship just so... We don't see it anymore. That's not going to happen. Daniel Bryan's going to be champion for the long haul here. We're going to be seeing a lot of Daniel Bryan. And what Daniel Bryan said here tonight is that that new championship is not just a new championship. It means the change of the of the who era. The change is a symbol of change. And that's exactly what we're seeing here tonight is a symbol of change. And change is already here. Daniel Bryan, since he has become a champion, has changed a lot of things. And he's actually changing the way we think about before we sit down and have dinner. We're thinking about, all oh, that poor little cow or that poor little horse or whatever we decide to eat that night. By God, that poor little chicken, by God, that had to get slaughtered, by God. Now we're thinking about eating uh, vegetables, by God, and becoming a vegan. And he's actually transforming everybody. This is absolutely fantastic that Daniel Bryan, the message that he's trying to deliver is absolutely amazing, boss. Listen to what Daniel Bryan is trying to say. He's trying to help people live a much healthier life, live a much longer life. Daniel Bryan is actually a mentor. It's actually a guy who is actually like a poet, like a preach, like a like a, a Pope Benedict out there. He is absolutely the leader of the pack. And he's trying to, to help us, not to hurt us, cut us down. Everybody thinks that Daniel Bryan's a bad guy. No, he's not the bad guy. He's actually out there trying to help everybody live a much live longer life. And everybody's getting mad at him, and everybody's booing him, and they have no freaking damn respect for him. I don't think anybody has respect for Daniel Bryan because he has this new alliance with Eric Rowan here. And the situation going on with that is... It definitely it does not. One week from Sunday, inside Elimination Chamber, I have a bad feeling about this, but I think that Eric Rowland is going to probably get hit, involved in this match somehow. I don't know if he's going to hide underneath the ring, inside the chamber, and come out and interfere in this match and allowing Daniel Bryan to win. And I think that's really going to tick off a lot of fans going into that match because we want to see a defiant winner. We don't want to see a cheating way of a of superstar to retain their championship. Yellow Bastard, you think that Eric Rowland is going to be there hiding underneath the ring the whole damn time at the Elimination Chamber? Are you serious right now? Daniel Bryan is actually proving himself time and time again that he is actually one of the best WWE champions we've seen of the modern day history. And he's going to do it all on his own inside the Elimination Chamber. He don't need Eric Rowland to help him out there, all right? Everybody says 
Eric Rowland's going to be hiding in that damn ring. You're out, you're actually out of your damn mind. That's not going to be happening, you old bastard. All right, well, it's uh, now time for us to give our final thoughts here tonight. And how would you rate SmackDown? Mr. Bob Joe, how would you rate SmackDown here tonight? Well, I'll tell you what, SmackDown was absolutely a, a decent show here tonight. I would have to say i give it a uh, six here tonight. I think it definitely could have been better for the fans. But uh, we had some good matches here tonight. We had a lot of good things happen. Daniel Bryan's uh, segment that he did here tonight was, in my opinion, was the best thing that happened here all damn night because Daniel Bryan came out there with Eric Rowland and he absolutely told everybody that this new championship that he's got is a symbol of change. The change is in the air and you can feel it in the air. Daniel Bryan is actually building up that championship and I cannot wait to see what's going to happen at the Elimination Chamber, boss. All right, well, uh, also my final thoughts here tonight as I will say, SmackDown was a pretty good show here tonight. It would have been a lot better if uh, certain superstars would have won here tonight. Uh, if, of course, Mustafa Lee would have won here. And if, uh, I believe, if uh, Carmilla Naomi would have won, I think that would have been a better outcome there. And I believe if Carnes and Luke Giles would have won, that would have been a better outcome, better reaction from the crowd here tonight. But, uh it, nonetheless, it was still a pretty good show here tonight. Uh, we did get Rusev and got Nakamura winning. I know a lot of there's a lot of fans out there that love Rusev, so uh, that winning was a uh, probably a good thing there. But uh, I'll have to give SmackDown a a six here tonight as well. Uh, I think that they definitely could definitely step it up here and definitely improve more. But uh, it was still a pretty good show to say the least. Triple H coming on the show really does help the show. Uh, build up the storyline with Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. They're really building that up, uh, and it's definitely going to come to head at WrestleMania. I think it's going to be a fantastic match. It's going to be a match that everybody's going to be talking about. But I can't wait to see that uh, women's tag team match inside the Elimination Chamber for the women's tag team championship belts, the vacated championship belts, which will be crowned inside the Elimination Chamber. Are you ready for that, Mr. Bob? You bet your bottom dollar I'm ready for that. It's going to be awesome. The Iconics are going to be there, my God. And I cannot wait to see if the Iconics are going to be able to do it or if Bandy Rhodes and Sonny DeVille are going to do it. But uh, whoever walks out the Tag Team Championships, my God, it's going to become the first time ever. So we're about to find out who's going to become the first ever all-women's Tag Team Champions, folks. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, is... The Queen Charlotte Flair is our special guest on Talking Smack, and it's coming up next for you guys.
All right, at this time, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the Queen, Charlotte Flair. Nice morning show. I have to bow. No, no, no. no, no I, have no to. She says no. I have to bow to the Queen. Good morning. Good morning. I feel so so underdressed right now. I really, I was like, what do I wear? No, you've... Uh, Cox, good morning. No, you got the best shirt on. Well, thank you. See, I, I said that first on. I was like, I actually thought about what I was going to wear to work today. I never do that, Charlotte. Play wardrobe. Never. <laughs> and I was going through all... Because I have dozens of uh, wrestling shirts, and I was yeah. like... I have, no, to, that I have to wear the nature boy. Yeah. So, good morning. Good morning. You, you're wearing, uh, are those pants or is that a, a, a long? Oh, dress? they're slacks. Okay. Yeah. But very dressy. Oh, but being yeah. a flare, you always dress have to be dress. Uh, Actually, my dad just gave me a new present. Is that a Rolex? It is. It's Who's a presidential. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it was his. So that was his watch. That was it. Was his watch? Wow. So he gave it to me two weeks ago. He said I had to look the part. Oh, about her shoe. What what kind of shoes are those? Louboutins. What are they? No, stop, David. I'm not a shoe person. I finally got a nice pair of shoes, and they're killing my. That's not fine. I've seen the Jumpmans that you have on Instagram. Those are also. Oh, those are different. I'm always in tennis shoes. But what are those? Come on. No. Are they just? uh, Let's talk wrestling. I know, Doctor Cox. Talk about women's shoes. Something you want to say, Doctor Cox? (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Cox, by the way, is the live events uh, manager for WWE. We've known for many years. I don't want to keep saying. Dr. Cox, people might think it's a new wrestler is going to debut tonight. <laughs> Fandango, one of those. Yeah, but, right, Jim? Exactly. Uh, Charlotte, you want to talk about wrestling? I'll ask you a wrestling question. How did, um, how did the, the women's division come so far so fast as to the revolution from where it was kind of an afterthought and now you guys main event, got your own pay-per-view coming up? I think it really just started with the WWE Universe wanting more for us and especially what was it four or five years ago when Give Divas a Chance started trending on Twitter for three days with a match with Nikki Bella or with the Bellas uh, I believe and Emma Mm -hmm. I can't remember but the hashtag was trending and the audience was just furious that they were only given two minutes and then it kind of piggy banked off of that and while that was happening on the main roster NXT uh, was creating something special with the women, and then the four horsewomen came together organically, and then we all debuted, and then there's more talent, and the you know every opportunity that they've given us over the last couple years, we've over delivered, and they just you know they're letting us run with it, and especially with the announcement of the all women's pay per view in October, with Stephanie, Hunter, and Vince making it such a big deal. For all of us and having the male roster come out, um, they want it just as bad for us as we do. And it's very important. With Renee Young last night. Yeah, I know, Renee. Uh, she's a personal favorite of mine, and she killed it. And she's so creative, and um, I hope that's a permanent spot for her. It'd be great. We're talking with Charlotte Flair, of course, the queen of, uh, of professional wrestling. I'm not just going to say the queen of WWE. Of professional wrestling. We would give the entire title to you. Do you actually live in Charlotte when you're actually able to I just to live? moved back to Charlotte, right. yes. So it's been when, six years. When you go back home, like, what is that? I, I, again, I follow you guys on Instagram and social media. I don't know what the actual schedule is. I know what the television schedule is, but, like, when are you actually at home? Well, 
Like home home. Tomorrow I leave for three and a half weeks. Wow. Yes. So I work every day except for like two or three. So when you're actually home, like what is the greatest convenience of being at home other than your own bed and all that? Like sleep. The sleep is the greatest convenience. But you you know you get that when you're on the road, no? Not as much, I guess. Well, but the I mean, do you have a, a, a pet or maybe there's a boyfriend waiting on you? No. No boyfriend? No, married to the job. Yeah. It's going to um, be very difficult. So, to living play. in Charlotte, my favorite uh, place is my Uncle Arn's house. Mm-hmm. And he lives across the street. So, you said Arn? Uncle Arn. Yeah, he lives across the street from Arn Uh So, his wife is like a mother to me. Yeah. So, he's like, I got to see you at home, too, when we're not at work. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, that's where I. Uh, spend my time if I'm awake when I'm home. Holy oh. moly. Yeah. Wow, that, that's, that's incredible to me. Like, do you, you ever, like, get too loud with the music and he's over there with the, you know, with the thing he did with his neck back in the day? Is he a good uh, name? One day, I, like, I guess I was cussing too much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for my birthday, he got me a t-shirt that said, I'm classy, but I cuss a little. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uncle R, and that's great. Are you, are you uh, you know, are you close with, like, Tully or any other horseman or just specifically R? Just specifically R. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Love the enforcer. That is good. So, how do you look so rested and refreshed right now? Because you look like, you said you like to sleep at home, you don't get much rest on the road. I know you were in Columbia last night, and you've been making some media rounds and appearing since about 6 o'clock this morning, so you didn't get to town until the middle of the night, but you look like you just slept for eight hours. Bless your heart. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I think it's just because uh, I, I do get my sleep when I can, so yeah, there'll be like a few nights, especially with SummerSlam week, that I won't get a lot of sleep, but my primary focus right now is the company and... There's not a lot of, I don't, like, I'm investing in sleeping and working out and taking care of my body and all of that. So if I do miss a night of sleep, I hope that it's not, the, the road isn't showing on me. Oh, that you, makes any sense. You're doing fine this morning. <laughs> well, plus she's a, I mean, she's a flair. You never yeah. saw Rick Flair when he was at, at you know, in perfection. You, you were taught that at a yeah. young age, I imagine. The struggle is real. <laughs> we're speaking with Charlotte Flair, of course, uh, SmackDown in town. Doors opening tonight at 6.15. Show starts at 7.45. Tickets available at uh, Ticketmaster.com and all of Ticketmaster outlets. Your father being Ric Flair. So you knew the way this life was going to be, of not being able to go anywhere with probably without being recognized in this or that, and you still went for it. Seeing that this was... You did, you I But see, I didn't go for it knowing any of that. I just wanted to wrestle with my little brother, who wanted to be a wrestler. Right. And um, I had no dreams, aspirations, or ever thought I'd be where I am today. But when my brother passed... Uh, my career just took off, and I just—I don't know. You did I dedicated every second of every day to the job, and I would have never guessed five years ago that I'd be where I am today. I was like—I was scared of my own shadow. Were you, were you very timid? Like, did you have to break out of a shell? Oh to, yes, yeah. yeah. Because, like when I had my first match in front of like seven people, I was like, oh, I'm gonna hyperventilate. I'm literally going to faint and yeah. die. And then now it's like I performed in front of 101,000 people at WrestleMania 32 and stole the show with yep. Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. And that's just now I'm saying, I'm telling people that I will main event WrestleMania one day. What is the greatest advice that your father's given you? I'm sure he's given you a lot. Oh, no, just know who you are. Know who you Every are? Every day. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the pressure, I, I tell you, the pressure of being a flare would kill me. I mean, it would totally kill I mean, because, like, okay, if you're, uh, I'll give you an example. If you're gold dust, right? Dusty was always just, you know, chill. What are they? Flair, Ric Flair is synonymous with Rolex, with Rolls Royce, with top tier. You always got to be on it as a flare. So is that why at the beginning it was just Charlotte? No, they just told me it had to be just Charlotte. Really? So no, 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 Let me say, I just, they did I think when they added my last name, um, it was more of like a hats off, like you've done it. Yeah. You earned. Like you earned, not that I needed to earn it, but that's just a lot of pressure yeah. to attach. And I think after my first two years, they were just like, wow, she's, she can handle it with grace. And mm -hmm. they added it and... It's kind of nice, too, because I always like the double names yeah. versus just a single name. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, yeah, it just, it just evolved that way. But when I first started um, in developmental, yeah. it was like, don't woo, don't do this, don't do that. But I didn't even have a kid. I just, I didn't even know anything about the business. I didn't know how to wrestle. I just knew that I was super athletic. But acting and all that, yeah. you know, was so not... So prior to wrestling, did uh, what were you looking at doing? Like, where were you? What was your path you were on? I liked personal training. Yeah, <laughs> that was about it. I really didn't. I didn't know. I so you've always been a, a fit person. I like fitness, yeah, but I yeah. never really Me had too. something. Why's <laughs> everyone laughing? Uh, <laughs> no, you can share some tips with me. Later. I just yeah. did never. I never had a passion. I absolutely yeah. loved college volleyball. I played in college, and I just. I never really had any goals or dreams or anything like that until I started wrestling. And I'm like, well, this was my, not to be cliche, but this was my destiny. Yeah. Well, it is. You yeah. never know where those roads are going to take you. You really don't. They, they say it's in the blood, but yeah, I mean, as soon as you started doing it, you took to it like a, a fish in water. And now you're one of the best in the world. And what, tonight at the uh, Ball and Support Wellness Arena, we're going to get a little preview of what's going to happen at SummerSlam? case, yeah, flair for the gold. Hopefully, six-time champ. Okay. I don't but know I, well, honestly, if Becky walks out <laughs> a champion, or I walk out, I would be ha just as happy for her. Um, I didn't think I was going to be on. Uh, if I, I didn't think I was going to make it to SummerSlam, and then when I won the opportunity, I was like, "Yes, I'm back in the game and in the title picture." And um, Carmella has beaten me twice, but uh, I think her uh, time is. She's annoying. Slowly running out. So annoying. It's not even like, oh, I don't like her. She's the bad guy. Just annoying. I always <laughs> cheer against her. Really. I, I, I'm either you or, or Becky. I mean, I, 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 you know, I like the last kicker, too. Yeah. I was at the gym one time when y'all were both there, and I wanted yeah. to go over and speak, but I was like, oh, man, they're working out hard, and they probably hate that. But one day... Maybe my destiny will be she will come on the show. And that's what happened. Here we are a couple years later. Yes. We have to go bug Charlotte and Becky Lynch on a stair step or at a gold That's room. right. That's right. That's Just right. wait till we're done. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's, that's right. Right. It's like when you're mid, like, spoonful of food and someone, uh -huh. and you're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. You got, like, food in your mouth. Remember the video? The girls, I don't remember which event you will know. She uh, is trying to take a video selfie with you, and you have your hand over your mouth. You're like, my tooth just fell out. You oh, can't I got right my now. teeth knocked out in Germany. Kids, but I didn't want to be rude and walk past the fans. She still like, had her hand over her mouth. Like, yeah, uh, I can't, you know, I just got my teeth knocked out, but I'll take the picture with you. Always cool. here for the fans. What happened with the the, the, the teeth? Somebody just, just hit you just right? Hit you? Just Hit me just right. Who was it? Who got you? 
Oh, Carmella got me. Oh, I know she was Carmella. I broke a few of her nails, though, so <laughs> we're even. How did you swear? All right, doors open at 6.15 tonight. Show starts at 7.45. We're going to see a... This is our go-home before summer. go home, yeah. This is go-home, so this going to be a big event. You always yes. have the big show. This is the last one. Raw was last night. SmackDown's tonight. Last live show before SummerSlam. And SummerSlam, one of the big three. Big four. Big four. Big, big four. four. Big four, yeah. Charlotte Flair. I, 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 I can't believe you're here right now. This is yes. The queen of professional wrestling, Charlotte Flair. Tonight, you will see her live at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena. WWE Smackdown. What a interview uh, we just heard here, ladies and gentlemen, with the Queen Charlotte Flair is our guest here tonight on Talking Smack. That was an interesting interview. Mr. Bob Joe, what did you think of that interview with the Queen Charlotte Flair? Well, it's absolutely... I totally agree with everything they're saying. She is the queen of professional wrestling. She is that. She is everything. Uh, she definitely will be made to be in WrestleMania at some point. There is no doubt in my mind on that, boss. I totally agree with that. She will be at some point. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we hope everybody enjoyed uh, another edition of Talking Smack. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap this up here now and play the theme of the Queen Charm Flair. We'll see you next time, ladies and gentlemen, here for another installment edition of Talking Smack. What a night it has been here tonight on SmackDown. Have a good night, everybody.